hello and welcome to Alaska Tracy's podcast. Here you can enjoy and learn tips and tools on marketing, business, and inspirational stories. Thanks for joining in. Well, hello everyone and welcome to my podcast, Alaska Tracy's podcast, where we are beginning the new year and kicking it off with episode episode 37 and I thank you for joining in. I recently had somebody ask me about podcasting, a client thinking of starting podcasting and they were talking about editing and I told them the truth to my podcast. I did have an editor and I've, I've got one on standby uh, but the bottom line is I take really good notes before I begin the podcast. And when I'm doing it on my own, not interviewing somebody, I often wing it. So there you have it. That was part of my cutting back in expenses last June. And I thought once I build a fouling, a really strong fouling, I will again hire an editor and I'll get a little jingle at the beginning of my podcast. So you don't have to be all fancy to have a podcast. Uh, the bottom line is like anything, build it, build it. Show up, create consistency and trust and build it and then you can add on to it. That's my theory. That's the way I've operated in business. So let's get to the topic, the five ways to enjoy 2019. And I know there's a lot more. However, this is my foundation in life. This is what works for me. What I always go back to when I'm spinning in circles, which I often do, these are the very basics, the core to my being and, and really what grounds me all the time and propels me to be successful. And truly, success is defined by each one of us. So I, I ask you the question, what does success look like to you for 2019? What does your success look like for you in 2019? I'd write that down. What does success look like for you in 2019? So the five successful tips that are tried and true for me that I teach when I'm mentoring, when I'm uh, at my retreats, when I'm speaking, when I'm doing workshops, these five tips always work. They work in my life and in my business. The first one, and I believe the most important one is prayer and meditation. Now, we don't all believe in the same belief system, and that's okay. Whatever your belief is in some sort of a being outside of yourself that you can turn things over to, that you can go to for guidance. And I found it's not a human being. Humans are humans, and humans will always fail us because we're imperfect. So it's got to be something outside of myself. I say God um, for a easy word. Um, sometimes it's, uh, for me in my life, it's uh, um, spirit or mother nature. 
and I often hear the will of God in my life when I'm walking in the woods. And what that means is I hear very clearly the pathway, not that I'm supposed to be on, the pathway of, of least resistance. I believe I have choices. I believe we all have choices. And we can choose to take the path of least resistance, or we can choose to take the rough and rocky patch, which almost always builds on our journey. And if we're willing to share that struggle with others, we'll grow exponentially, right? So um, prayer and meditation. Prayer, praying to something that I can't see to help guide me, to help me be a better person, to help me give to others, to help me be of maximum service to mankind. And then meditation, what that looks like in my life is sitting still and maybe having an intention before I go into the meditation. Often I do a reading. I have books everywhere throughout our, our home on my phone that I can pick up and I can read a paragraph, a page, and then I can quietly sit still. Meditation doesn't have to be complicated. It can be three minutes. It can be 30 minutes. I believe it's the practice, the practice of prayer and meditation that will help us to live outside of fear and anxiety. So that's number one. Number two is breath. So the inhaling is easy. It's a way of life. We have to inhale to, to live. If we want to live, we have to inhale. It's the exhaling that often gets tricky. Practicing exhaling. Recently, I heard a story, and I might have even shared this on my last podcast, if so, it's a good story. So I'm going to share it again. I recently read one of my books laying around the story of a child at an airport that was throwing a tantrum. And he was traveling with his mother and his grandmother. And when he started throwing the tantrum, his grandmother was standing near him. And she was unable to help him to calm him down. And the mother appeared, and the grandmother stepped aside, and the grandmother watched, and the mother said something to the little boy, and all of a sudden, the little boy calmed down. The grandmother said, what, what did you say to him? I saw you whispering something to him. And the mother said, I said, breathe. I said, breathe. And often when, when in angst, when in fear, when in doubt, that breath can bring us back to grounding us. So we have had so many aftershocks from the earthquake back in November. I mean, we had over 100 in two days. And many of them I can feel, some of them I can't feel. Uh, some of them are bigger than others. And a lot of times at night is when, when I'm feeling them. 
right? At night, that's when we feel all sorts of things. When we're sick, we're, we feel sicker at night or sore at night. It's so quiet and we're, be, we're so still. And we live with a German Shepherd Malinois puppy who hears and feels most of them. Well, this puppy has, we've, we've taken her to a trainer for the last five weeks and the trainer knows me well. And the trainer told me that I have got to slow my roll, <laughs> which is my mantra for 2019, slow my roll. She said, when I'm calm, when I'm calm, the puppy will be calm, Chancy will be calm. So two nights ago, we were rocking and rolling. We were having quite a few three-point, four-point quakes going on throughout the night. And I invited Chancy into, onto our bed, and she laid her head on my stomach. Before she did this, I started belly breathing. And if you don't know what belly breathing is, Google it. The practice of belly breathing. Oh, it's so powerful. So I was practicing belly breathing. I've learned that that tends to calm me down. I practice it when I fly. So I was already practicing it. I invited her on the bed. She laid her head on my stomach, which I, I found to be serendipitous. So I kept belly breathing. And she kept her head on my stomach. And we both fell back to sleep. So the practice of exhaling. Is, is a really good thing, especially when we are in fear over something that we can't control. It can really center us, bring us back to our, our core and relieve that anxiety and often relieve the focus on the fear, the breath. It's hard to be breathing and practicing exhaling and in fear at the same time. So breath. The third successful tip for 2019 is practicing random acts of kindness. So a lot of us go through our day and we're kind to people and we do we do good deeds. This is intentionally doing something where we tell nobody else that we've done it. We don't promote it on social media. We don't tell our partners. We don't tell anyone. We do something so wonderful. It helps another being. It helps the universe. Something so wonderful. It really sparks our soul. And we don't tell another person. If we tell another person, then we get to do another random act of kindness. So random acts of kindness. And it can be, it can be whatever for you. It can be picking up a piece of trash on the road. It can be helping another person. It can be giving somebody something. It can be whatever you decide it is. And, and you don't tell anyone. So random acts of kindness. Four, planning. So I, if you followed me at all, if you read any of my writings and follow me on social media, I use the word vision mapping. It's recently been brought to my attention that 
vision mapping may be misconstrued as a woo-woo <laughs> and out there and uh, maybe walking in the woods and putting a vision out to the universe and standing by waiting for it to happen. So I'm working this year on clarifying vision mapping or maybe talking more about mapping. Vision mapping, my vision mapping system that I've created and that I teach others is a system of creating a plan, a written plan, with the intent to get results. It's a very detailed, structured plan with measurability, measuring that you're in fact moving forward towards the goal, and accountability. And accountability is such a key. Who will keep you accountable to move forward towards that goal, towards that success? There's that word again. Accountability, it's so important in the planning process. Also important is if something is not calendared, it's probably not going to happen. So having a calendar system in place, however that works for you, I'm old school and dyslexic and a little creative. My brain goes 100 million miles an hour in 20 different directions, sometimes not completing a single thing. So what really worked for me, what I've done in 20 years of business and sales and marketing, I keep a written calendar. That's just what works for me. I've tried using the calendar on the phone. It doesn't work. What I also like about having a written calendar in my life, if somebody asks me on the spot to do something or invites me somewhere and I don't have my calendar, my written calendar, it allows me to pause before saying yes. How many times have you said yes to something, got back home, back to your office and thought, oh, why did I just say yes to that? I don't really want to do that or I'm booked or whatever. So for me, I've learned having the written calendar allows me to say, oh, geez, I carry an old school calendar with me and I don't have it with me. I will let you know when I get back to my office or I will let you know tomorrow. I like giving myself 24 hours to think about something. Somebody invited me to a big event today and I was all excited about it. It was one of those invites on Facebook and I, 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 I was really excited to be invited to it. And I know how I am. It's with a lot of people. And so I clicked interested and then I calendared to talk about it with my husband because I would like him to go with me as well. So it allows me to pause and think about it and then write it on my calendar. Okay, so planning, vision mapping, a successful tip for 2019. The fifth successful tip for 2019. Ready? Wait for it. Letting go. Letting go. Letting go of the results. 
There are so many things that happen in life that we have no control over. And truly, we each get to live on this planet for one day at a time, for the moment. We don't know. We're not promised the next day. We're not promised the next moment. So planning is fantastic. I mean, I have my whole travel calendar for 2019 planned out. I also know that life will appear and that I I get to be flexible. And that's part of the letting go. So when things don't go our way, we have a built-in system for letting go. Letting go of the results. And it's not a negative. It could be a positive as well. The results, I have found over time that when I've created a plan, which my 2019 is all outlined out, my plan, my vision map is outlined, when I am able to let go of certain things, I'll give you an example, on my vision map this year, I'm going back and I'm going to cross off the number, the income number. I've always put my income on my vision map. And this year, I'm crossing out the income number and I'm focusing on the number of people that I get to help. So I'm crossing off the number. Oftentimes, in the letting go process, we are beyond surprised with the results. So that's part of the letting go. And I I think trust goes hand in hand with letting go, trust and faith, and belief in ourselves. That if we've done the work and we can really look at it and say, we have done the work, the work to get those results that we're looking to get to be successful, whatever, whatever success is in your life, We can trust the process that we will be guided exactly where we need to be. And that if we're practicing prayer and meditation, we will notice those moments, those moments of, oh, that's why I ran over the trash can yesterday. (laughs) I'm digressing. I was... In one of my flurry hurries, I had not meditated. I was leaving the driveway. My car was covered in snow, fluffy snow. So I thought, oh, I'll just gun it down our dirt road and all the snow will fly off my windows. And as I gunned it out of our our, our driveway in reverse, I ran over the trash can. And in my head, I was going into the flurry mode and thinking, oh, great. It's going to be one of those days I've already dropped all my paperwork. So my brain was engaged in, it's going to be one of those days. However, there there was a part of me giggling to myself because grace is really not in my vocabulary. I'm not a graceful person. I, I practice. I hope to one day be a little graceful and I hope to be more and more graceful each day. So as I got out of the car and the big, our big, huge, bare, safe trash can was laying um, with garbage flown out of it, 
uh, I was sort of giggling to myself instead of kicking myself. And I noticed my, uh, I had put a bag, one of those cloth bags. I really, somebody sent us with a picture of my husband and me and Eddie, our dog, on it. It's a really cute bag. I'd put it with the boxes to go out in the trash and Hubs took it out because he got up early and put the trash out. Thank you. That's my job, but I slept in. Um, so I was able to retrieve our cloth bag and giggle at myself and share it with others. And, and what that does is it makes me human. We're all human and we're all doing the best we can. And if I'm practicing these five ways to enjoy 2019, practice, I'm practice, practicing these, I'll have an easier time getting back into the plan. The plan that I've created, which serves as my compass for the year. So when life happens and I get fearful and I want to run from the plan, I want to divert somewhere else, I have people that I'm accountable to that I can run my fears by and they can remind me what my plan is of success for the year and they can ask me questions. How are you getting back on track? How are you getting back into your plan? I have a business intuitive guide that I tap in with once or twice a year. And uh, she reminds me and gives me tools to stay the path. I've shared what my path to success is. She's heard it. She's listened. And so when I call her in fear, she can give me some tips and tools to get out of that fear. The prayer, the meditation, the breath, the random acts of kindness, the planning, the letting go of results. She can remind me what I teach to others. What a deal. What a life. What an amazing life filled with amazing opportunities that we get to have. What did your 2019 look like? Will you practice these? Will you share them, the results with me? I would love to hear what happens in your life when you practice these. I want to thank you in advance for a couple things, for listening to today's episode, first and foremost, for subscribing to my podcast, for sharing my podcast with others, and for telling me the results that are happening in your business and in your life. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being in my life today. Thank you for listening. Happy 2019. Happy successful 2019. Talk to you again soon. This podcast is brought to you, sponsored by my Vision Mapping Meditation Retreat for 2019, which is coming up in exactly one week. And I am thrilled to say I have two reservations left. That's it. It works when you believe in yourself and you practice these tips and tools. Thanks so much. Bye.